Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm going to jump, I'm going to smash through this quite quickly. This is part two. You've hopefully you've already downloaded part one of the Gal Porter interview, episode 39. Part two is, is, you know, it's up there with my uh, proudest moments on, on the Distraction Pieces podcast. It's, it's a hell of a discussion and her honesty and openness is, is huge. I regret starting talking about it and how serious it is because I've just realised that I haven't done the sponsorship bit yet and I need to mention, I now need to hawk my wares and mention Speech Development Records. Um, SpeechDevelopmentRecords.com, check us out. There's loads of good merch there. There's t-shirts, there's all sorts of stuff. I'm not going to do a long one this time because I want to get straight into um, the conversations that we have here and the discussions because it gets, it gets heavy, but it's, I don't know, I felt... Gail, there's, I mean, I just, I, it, it, a term I made up on the spot came to mind of, 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 um, can't even think of what I called it now, but kind of manageable depression and, 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 and workable. Cause you know, I mean, we'll get into it. I'm, I'm rambling now. Cause, but as I said, I was, was very overwhelmed and taken aback by the conversation that we had by the openness. So hopefully you'll enjoy that. This is episode 39, part two with Gail Porter. This piece of fiction is the intro to distraction. This piece of fiction is the intro to distraction. This piece of fiction is the intro to distraction. So I'm back with Gail Porter. We've literally, I've literally waited for you to take another sorry, swig of coffee. Sorry, every it's time beautiful. you do this, sorry. Um, I mean, I've said, I said jokingly that we're going to get get heavy in this part. We've discussed stuff again. I mean, we discussed some things briefly in Edinburgh when we met up. Things like I don't always think that um, mental health or any health things are. Uh, are, are a miserable thing. No. It's, you know, they're there, they should be discussed openly. But before we get to that, let's start on a very happy note because you've obviously, uh, we ended the last podcast with your your your, your bum on the size of, <laughs> side of the yeah. Houses of Parliament. That was, I think, 2002, wasn't it? I think if... 1999. Or, or was it 1999? Wow. Yeah, all Prince related. So that's it. So it, it was a good so two, three years after that. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Is that right? He flew into the public eye then, even more so. The, oh, a few years after that, you ha, ha, you entered a motherhood. Ha, how was that? Yeah, well, how was um, that as an exciting experience? It was it was amazing actually because I was told because I um as we're going to be talking about mental health things, yeah. I had anorexia for nine ten years. Right. So I I didn't you know. The doctor thought I couldn't have children. Was so that prior was, to being in in the public eye? Uh, no, it was, it was it was all, no, by... it wasn't influenced by. Right, it, okay. it was it was a you know it was a thing that was going on on yeah, and off. Sure. So um anyway, so I was told I couldn't have children. So oh well, wow. it was kind of okay, and then um I remember not feeling well and you know hanging out in the pub with my mates and I was like oh my god you're smoking and oh you're drinking and everything stinks and oh right. get away from me and I thought yeah. this is weird so um I did a pregnancy test and then I did another six and so my ex-husband <laughs> came back and there's all these things and they're all positive and I said do you think that's positive and he went I'm kind of thinking yeah, yeah. it looks like maybe and yeah so I was and and I've now got a 12 year old daughter called Honey amazing who's in a band uh, awesome. called Sugar Rush Sh- Sugar Rush, that's a good name. <laughs> and, oh, what kind um, of band is it? Well, we play covers of um, The White Stripes Amazing. and Kings of Leon. Perfect. And there's three girls. 
And so my daughter does lead, lead guitar and singing and then her friends Holly and Elena, um, one's on bass and one's on the drums and they are amazing. I mean, <laughs> I saw those. And the thing is, they all do it very secretively. Yeah. It's amazing how these kids can do that. I was like, what you, how did that happen? Because she weird. didn't tell me she was singing. So she wouldn't sing. So much that stuff become... Uh, again, I've, I've probably told this a million times on the podcast, but I performed in 90% of the country before ever performing in front of any friends or family because it was kind of a secret. It's like I'm more comfortable in front of strangers yeah, than in front of people who know me. It's like, oh, God, that's that's terrifying. <laughs> people I know so. being there. Because I do a bit stand-up now and I yeah. won't do it in front of anyone that knows me Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's terrifying. So, honey, when she starts singing, I was like, where did that come from? Yeah. She's like, shut up. She's at that age, yeah. you know. I'm shut Brilliant. up, mummy. And if, if you go shopping and I go, that's a nice jacket, and she looks at me and she goes serious and I went no I was joking am I joking am I not joking I'm not sure am I joking I'm really old what do I do I actually saw the the young um the pretty one from One Direction Harry with the hair that's the one so he was in Hampstead High Street so here's me legging it I was like excuse me I said I said my daughter and her friend because her friend was like oh my god and I said would you mind getting a quick picture because your fame's not going to last forever mate I didn't say that really (laughs) (laughs) and um, so little Bella was so excited with the picture and my daughter was like oh my god this is so embarrassing I don't even like them I can't stand them and I was like and this poor kid's standing there and he's got I've got this picture of Bella beside um, Harry looking all excited and my daughter looking like something from Kevin and Perry oh really seriously so that yeah I've, I've been told I'm not cool anymore Brilliant. But yeah, so she's doing that. So she's playing piano and she's playing guitar. But yeah, so that sort of digressed. Amazing. I got excited about yeah, no, that's But yeah, so I had I had this um, gorgeous daughter. Then I got divorced. Yeah. Um, postnatal depression. Ups and downs. Yeah. Ups yeah. And definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought I don't like you anymore. Not yeah. the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. That was that. So so that's all. Let's again. You touch briefly on stand up. Let's let's go into that. You've. Been doing that a few years now, right? Well, not what, much, what kind though. Of, yeah. Just kind of... I remember um, seeing you doing a charity thing. Um, a comic, comedy? Yeah. Comic, comedy store. Yeah, 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 yeah. The comedy store one. And was that the first time? And, or had that it was been the first you, one, actually. you'd always fancied or...? I fancied it, yeah. And then suddenly when I actually got onto the stage, I thought, why would I do this to How myself? How petrifying is it, yeah. Yeah, it's really frightening. But when you come off and if people have laughed, you get a, a nice little buzz. Yeah. I'm doing one... In Edinburgh on Sunday night, actually. Amazing. I'm going up to, to, to film something. So, um, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking of. I like comedians. And yeah. I think also with having depression and stuff, you can hit on so many different things on so many different levels. Yeah, of course. And people always say to me, you know, tell us a joke. I'm not that kind of... Yeah. You know, I, I have yeah. got one joke, but yeah. that's about it. But that's my daughter's joke. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I do. I do want to okay, hear it. Um, I, was, I, was, I was worried yeah. to ask, because there's often the thing, it's particularly like... like YouTube was famously hated <laughs> by comedians because their so, joke yeah. gets out there and then it's ruined. But if you're no, willing no, no, to give away to, this, no, it's, it's, this, uh, it's this, my daughter. This gem. My daughter told me, and it's only because like it was my my gay best friend told me, it and he did it brilliantly. So I can't I can't do it justice. But um, how do you know that a shark is gay? Do no, you know I don't know. No, no. It's quite funny, no? Perfect. I like it. I love it. But you know, with the hand movements, my friend can do it much better than I can. But I mean, the visual really takes it to the next level. So if anyone's questioning the validity of that joke, add the hands yourself. Rewind back. Most podcast apps have got that thirty-second skip back thing. Skip back. Add the hands. Add the hands. You'll you'll be in tears. 
<laughs> Sorry about that. So yeah, obviously, I mean, it was your 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 alopecia was yeah. was very well publicised, and you've become very much a you embraced it. Kind of sounds wrong, but you were very much. I'm not going to wear hats and wigs. I'm going to go right. Here's me. Here's what it mm. is. And for someone who was, um, you know. My hair a was a big person. feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you were known I've still for got your it, whole by look. The way. Have you? Yeah, I've got it in a jar in my in my. Eyes. Oh wow! And I kept it. That's amazing. Because yeah. I, I was actually how it all started um, was I was filming a program called Dead Famous in America, mm-hmm. where we look for dead famous people. Right. The clue is in the title. Yep. So we'd go and do seances. We did voodoo in New Orleans. Amazing. And yeah, so we were in Vegas. I think we were looking for uh, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> and yeah, I, I remember getting up and I was having a shower and I remember like, not paying much attention, washed my hair and then I felt the water going up to my ankles and I thought, oh, something's blocking the plug and I looked down and it was <laughs> it's my hair oh, wow. and I was like, oh, and I had a look and those huge clumps had just come out and I thought, okay, don't panic, don't panic. Yeah. And so my daughter was actually staying with my ex-husband at the time because I was just away for three weeks and so yeah... So I left with a full head of hair, and then by the end of the three weeks in Vegas, I was completely bald. Wow, in, and there was in like three t- weeks? Yeah, there was a tiny bit left, which I, I made into a little Mohican, and I dyed it pink. Well, I put pink stuff in it. And I was hysterical, because I thought, you know, I phoned my ex-husband, I said, you're going to have to brace honey, because Mummy's going away with a full head of hair, and Mummy's coming back with nothing yeah. in three weeks. Yeah. And he said, oh, shut up, you're joking. I went... It's it's not really that funny. This isn't a joke. And if I'm going this if I'm is... going to make up something funny, that's not mummy's going to come back. She's yeah. bald, and so I still had my eyelashes at that point and eyebrows because they all came off as well. Right. So I went out the night that I did my Mohican thing. It was the last night in Vegas. I went to this really cool club and I was so self conscious and just thinking, oh my god, I look horrific. And all these cool kids came over and went, oh my god, you're really cool. They thought I'd done it on purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So suddenly it gave me a little Brace bit of confidence. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And then they went, what'd you do? And I went, I am in a band. <laughs> <laughs> I was just loving it. And Brilliant. I was getting cocktails and, and all these guys were like, oh, here's my business card, man. You should hang out. You look really cool. I was like, okay. But then, of course, the reality next day, you wake up and you think, oh, shit, what? I've got, I've got a jar full of my hair and I'm going home to deal with my daughter. And I cried all the way home in the flight. Oh, man. And then... It's a long flight as well. I know, exactly. So um, then my ex-husband opened the door and he went, shit, man, you, you're bold. And I went, I told you. Yeah, went, this wasn't a joke. So he was he was shocked. My daughter was tiny. She was two. Yeah. And she just looked, she went, rock and roll. And I was like, do you like it? She's like, funny, mummy. And I was like, oh, thank God. So that, Man, you know that what? must have made such a big difference. That, I mean, such a big it. deal. The simplicity of that just really thought, being a make or break type, type moment. Because, again, it's, it's, a, it's a haunting thing. A, a friend of mine, um, I don't kind of like to... T- tell other people's stories so I won't say who but a, a, a guy who toured with us for a while while we were on tour his dad um, got cancer and he started having um, a, a chemo and he said the weirdest thing was coming back and seeing his dad not bald but without his moustache really? he said that was the weirdest thing is like I didn't it didn't feel like my dad coming so to get that instant a yeah, recognition was, and excitement because you would have had that I'm sure you would have had that as you said you'd rung to say can you brace her and yeah. you'd kind of been laughed at essentially yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's like, like yeah whatever well, this is a big deal so yeah, yeah. No, do you know what and, and like you said 
the fact that something so simple is the, the person that means most to me in my entire yeah. life, she likes it, then yeah. I don't give a fuck what anyone and else thinks again, about me. again, children are the ones that, quite rightfully, sh- she could have completely innocently crushed you oh, in that yeah, moment. She yeah, could have completely totally, well, innocently was... gone, you look horrible, or, you know, and not meaning it, not no, knowing course, the damage it, so could innocent, do, it could do. But that could have been a real, yeah. I, I get it quite, you know, if I'm on the tube or something and the school parties kids stare a lot and yeah. I feel a little bit self-conscious yeah. if an adult's rude to me then I'll give it back yeah. you know but children I feel a bit kind of but my daughter's quite funny now that because um, when I turned up at school the first time yeah. with no hair she was going well if you just give my mummy 50 pence then you can rub her head and you can make a wish <laughs> and I was like okay so then suddenly every time I turned up I didn't take 50 pence off the kids but I just get in there put she my totally head down did. and everyone she was totally she taking was, the payments yeah. as soon as you were gone you're she's like, minted so here's the book you owe 50 you, yeah, you exactly. are a quid I saw you rub twice um. and she said to one kid as well we're on the bus and this little boy's staring and um and he said to him, she went, are you looking at my mummy's hair? And he went, she's not got any hair. And she went, do you know why? Because she left it on the bus. I think it's the C11. It's the one at West Hampstead. And this kid is like that. And I saw the mum about two weeks later. She went, my wee boy is on the... Brilliant. Every time he's on the bus, he's looking, he's for, looking, for, your looking hair. for the lady's hair. Yeah, unaware that you've got it at home yeah. in a jar. <laughs> it's in a jar. The, I should just take it. It's and like just the like... weirdest kid story ever, isn't it? <laughs> I should write a book, shouldn't I? Yeah. The hair in the jar. Well, that's just sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. So I mean, it was hugely important that um, obviously you got that um, comfort from your daughter yeah. um, and then you embraced it publicly and spoke openly about it because it's it's a it's a condition that isn't really known much about or talked about do you know well, i mean again what's the what what is LPG? i don't know because we did a documentary for the bbc and the amount of people i went to see i went to see specialists um i went to see um someone with lasers i went to see some doctor that wanted to give me yeah. steroids literally everybody had their own theory it was stress it was this it was that the and human i met body's a fascinating thing is just the, the fact that we there's so much stuff we don't understand well, exactly in that and respect. the thing is he was saying to me, you know, it's stress. But then I met lots of other people with alopecia, and there was a kid age four. Yeah, nothing yeah. to be stressed Pretty chilled at. Life. Chilled Pretty chilled out, life. Yeah. lost her hair. So nobody seems to know. And and but what upset me was there was lots of people going, you know, if you give us 150 quid, we'll give you these tablets, and you will get your hair back. No, yeah. you can't say that. You can't say, you know, I'll try different things, but I don't. T- I don't take any pills. It's I don't the do ugliness any of, that, of the of 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 the pharmaceutical industry. The yeah. fact that they're, the, the, and, and the vulnerability, it's, it's what, and and also this, you know, they think you know we'll make you pretty or whatever. Yeah, you think no, I, actually. A, a, a thing that gets me, I think, and again, this is, uh, <laughs> I, I have weird. I mean, we're going to d- discuss a lot of of charity work you've you've done as well, particularly the Little Princess Trust, which yeah. is an amazing thing. But there's there's I I sometimes end up arguing with people online about different ch- uh, charities because I think just because something's a charity, they then often get oh you can't question it in any way and I feel just yeah. on that I think more charities should have to have a, an exit plan written into there so for example cancer research there's no exit plan there of when they do find a solution what they plan to do with it because yeah, exactly. the fact is when all these breakthroughs are made a pharmaceutical company it's then buys it or takes and over then, and it yeah. becomes this horrible thing so I think it should be in every charity that's doing anything along that line, they should have a written thing that here is our law. We are signing that if we find the the, the cure, then it's ours and that we will have a limit on what we can charge for it and all this kind of thing, you know. But 
that's but again as soon as you question a charity people are like you're soulless you're evil yeah, it's like, no, but it's I'm true, not, hey, it's I'm true. Just saying, i think about all just... these things i mean obviously it's nice to do things i do a lot of charity work yeah. but i like to do it sort of um one you know with people yeah. so i'm working like, personal little, connection as well yeah, I think with, is like, a little princess thing. trust yeah. you know you work with kids that so let's no talk hair. about the little princess trust because you became an ambassador my girlfriend um i think at least once now maybe twice she she'll now grow her hair to and the length amount and cut, cut it off it and donate off. it because they the, the, they make wigs for 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 little princesses children, yeah, essentially children that children that have either got alopecia or are going through cancer treatment yep. and they make wigs and because uh, wigs are very expensive yeah. really expensive and so it's it's a great charity but the strangest thing i did once go to um to this house um to meet with a this is just out, out with not to do with the princess trust but it's about a little girl who had no hair and she has five or six alopecia and um i went to meet her pet <clears throat> to meet her parents and the mom and dad they were so stressed they're going oh this is the worst thing ever and i said oh is she really traumatized by it is she up you know mm. the kid was fine and, it was mom and, dad. and then they said do you have a boyfriend and at the time I did, and I said yes, and they went, oh, God, because we're really worried because of the way she looks. But you've managed to get one. Managed to get one. That's crazy, and I was just, I was it? so offended. I yeah. didn't say anything because I thought, no wonder this kid, you know, yeah. she. And I was like, I managed to get one. I said, you know what? I've still got the same heart, the same soul, yeah. just because yeah. I haven't got my hair. And that made me more determined than ever Completely. to just like, do you know what? I'm, I'm staying inside. And then I went to pick the little one up from her ballet class. And she was dancing away and all her friends and she was completely bald and the parents were all... Yeah. And she came over to me and I said to her, I said, you'll never guess, right? You and me have got something exactly the same. And she said, did you get a new camera for Christmas too? <laughs> I know it. You know, she was completely the oblivious. Being oblivious. Yeah, I mean, w- with my um, stutter, I found out only like years and years after it happened that it came from um, when I almost drowned as a child and I was unaware of that because after that happened my parents played it down they didn't make a big deal of it my big memory of it is my dad saying oh because he, he came out into the sea and pulled me back and all this and I remember him saying oh you've you've ruined my new trainers and joking about it and yeah, because... again it's that difference of going right they were aware that as a child I'm over that in a second. As soon as I've got an ice cream in my hand or yeah. a slice of pizza, that's that's that's, that's dealt with. That, <laughs> yeah. That's done at least externally. There may be yeah. some internal. I said it turned into a stutter, but the fact that there's a child that yeah. again a child can handle that kind of thing. If yeah. the parents that then have to be the ones to go, actually, right. I mean, they, the, they were, this is fine. Uh, after they'd said I'd managed to get a boyfriend, I was kind of like blanking out the conversation because I was so shocked. Yeah, they, they yeah, and then they were going. So I mean, she could possibly. They were talking amongst themselves. She could possibly get married. I was thinking she's five. Yeah, yeah. What the hell are you? <laughs> Do you know what? You shouldn't be waiting. You have to get married anyway. So I've been there, not done to get that. Married anyway, exactly. Down it's down very line, expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, don't even bother. But yeah, and it was just like these. What? She's there. Bizarre, she's beautiful. She's yeah. happy. She's not aware of what's going on. And yeah. you're congratulating me on managing to get laid and wondering if she's <laughs> going to get married. I was like, what's wrong with you I mean, people? Again, I mean, that's twice now that it's highlighted how much so many of these things are about perception. Again, mm-hmm. the fact that the first night you went out feeling very self-conscious, you were the star. cool rock and roll star. <laughs> and then again, it's exactly the same here. The fact that this kid is the happiest kid being a ballerina dancing again she could comfortably be the cool kid in her school or class because she's the, the unique and individual one rather than in the adult world it being well how can we fix her 
you know, yeah. you, you, you know, how can we make her normal? So like, why do you I want her to be well. normal? It's like every time, if, if there's ever anything in the press about me, it's like troubled, hair loss. And I think I'm actually really, really happy. Yeah. I don't know why. You know, it's because I went through a bit of a bad patch. Yeah, They don't course. seem to, no one lets go of it. It's, 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 it's the way, again, and again, this isn't an attack. I guess it's part of... of I guess humans are as guilty of it because it's it's what we consume. But it's the way the media always like the gritty dark story yeah. or the miserable story. And it's, it's I mean it's like when there's in the paper they 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 put something out that's a complete lie and then they have a small correction oh, yeah, in a tiny. column later to just like, just correct it. Yeah. It's exactly the same. They will have reported when you were going through bad times. Yeah, yeah. They'll mention every now and then in a small bit that. The girl's doing great now. She's really happy. Yeah, She's doing this. Like, let's just but ignore let's not, that not, bit. Let's, let's just keep calling her troubled. I was like, I'm not troubled. What am yeah. I troubled about? I'm actually fine. Yeah. So, yeah. But, 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 but again, it's why it's one of the things I've loved of doing this podcast is getting to talk to people properly about yeah. these things and not being so, like, hand on your knees. So, how was yeah. it? How are you, know, you? Are you all right? It's like, so, how'd that go? That sounds fucked up. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. That sounds like a shit time. Let's well, discuss it. Because I said, like, I still have an agent and I said oh, I'm going to go into this thing with Scroobius and she was like right okay so um, what is it and uh, is it a paid job and I was like it's a chat and I really want to do it and she went right Perfect. go for it and she's cool with me yeah, she's, actually, she's actually one of my best friends and I said agents agents and I said do you know what can we work together as mates Yeah. and she, she doesn't really know what she's doing I don't really know what I'm doing but we're mates and she yeah. goes do you want to do that yeah cool yeah, that's perfect because half the time it's, it's having someone to bounce ideas off of. Yeah. Because, again, it's, it's not necessarily to tell you if it's right or wrong, but still there could be some things that you'll think, this sounds cool, and they'll go, yeah, it's just like, hold up a second, that's kind of a And terrible it makes such a difference idea. when it is your mate. Yeah. Because I know that she's completely honest with me and she'll watch my back just yeah. as much as I'll yeah. watch her back. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> that's what it was. So you were, like, chatting, asking to do this, and then, I'm not joking, I got an email, this was quite a few months back, from the Jeremy Kyle show. Oh, wow. Would I be interested in going on and discussing my troubles with Jeremy Kyle? Damn. Are you fucking having a laugh? Damn. I don't even go to a counsellor. Do you think I want to go and be berated yeah. by some jacked That's up crazy. little... No, thank you. Why would I want to do that? Have you read The Psychopath Test by John Ronson? No. It's fascinating. And there's a bit on there that, that kind of relates that. He talks about... Um, it's about the, the different things on the scale of a psychopath test. And again, it... I found it uncomfortable reading because I found I felt a lot of it I related to hugely, <laughs> and I was like, okay, right, See, let's, let's not think about that too much. <laughs> but um, it was was fascinating. There, he was talking about how he was talking to a few different uh, researchers. I think it was from American talk shows, so Springer and all that kind of thing. Right. No, no, there was some UK ones. It was Trisha as well, and they had a process. They had a checklist of medication that was good for their guests to be on because it means they're the right kind of crazy and that it was bad for them to be on that it's you know we could end up breaking them or do you know what I mean so they, they really? again it's probably all changed now there's probably laws against it now but this person was and again he details it amazingly because there were some really messed up cases of it but in general they'll go right this is the right kind because it means that this person will be there'll be some kind of blow up and it'll be entertaining on TV but they're not at a dangerous level that they're going to end up doing something bad and will get sued, you know. And it's a, it's a messed up industry, right? It's messed up. And it's, I, I've not, I did what I have watched a couple. I think everybody yeah, has everyone watched. Has. Everyone you has. You can't resist you can't it every help now it. and then. But there was one that I saw and 
he said to the guy, I mean, it was it was uh, about drugs and did it as usual. And the thing is, that I always have to wait for the DNA results. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, the thing. Once they yeah. get you in, you think, oh, is he the dad or not? Yeah. Or the lie detector. I sit there watching the lie detector, despite having read numerous uh, papers clearly stating why lie detector tests don't work, yeah. aren't submissible in court. Yeah, I'm still sitting there going, oh, he lied. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I know this is bullshit. I, I know, know, it's terrible. And then, but yeah, they were going, he's going, so um, do you take drugs? And he's like, yeah. Are you high on, are you, have you drunk today? Yeah. yeah. It's like nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Are you drunk? Yes. Are you high, are you, are you high on drugs? Yeah. I was like, what, how? Are you allowed to even be on, on, yeah. on, on the stage that you're if you're off this your tits yeah. and you're, and then you're allowing this man to stand and just... Yeah. Why do they... Uh, do you know what, right? Say you and your missus or me and my mate, we have a fallout. Do you know what? The first thing you think, right, we'll sit down and talk amongst ourselves. You don't go, right, I'm, phone, I'm phoning Jeremy. I am phoning Jeremy and Jeremy yeah. will sort this out and the entire country will know our problems. It's crazy what? as well because I, I remember when... Again, this guy B. Dolan was over here. He's, he's an American rapper and he was touring with us in the UK and... Travel Lodge mornings after a night, it'll often end up Jer- your, the <laughs> TV will be on Jeremy Carlo. Come on, and he was just stunned by it because he was like, In America, the host isn't allowed to shout at the people and, and berate them and kick them off. He's in America now as well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's but unstoppable. The, the one that I loved the best because my brother phoned me up and he said, Oh, you gotta watch this one. It's just and I went, It's a Scottish person, he went, I no offense to all Scottish people, but sometimes it's just funny. The accent just me- and I am Scottish, so I'm not being <laughs> yeah, mean to, to, to my countrymen. And uh, but yeah, this kid came on and he was about 18 years old and he had something like seven children, yeah, and um. He said, he called Jeremy, Germany, which was funny. He said, look, Germany, don't tell me what to do. And Jeremy goes, look, you can't, I bet you can't even spell father, let alone be a father. And this Scottish kid goes, I I can, (laughs) F-A-R-T-H-E-R. Who's laughing now, Germany? I was like, oh my gosh, that is brilliant. You can write that. (laughs) Beautiful. You've got to love, yeah, the powers of Jeremy Carl. Oh, um, God, let's not talk about him anymore. But anyway, no, let's not. Let's, I, did, I, mean, I said no to going on his show. Yeah, well, I'm no. glad that, that I won out over, <laughs> yeah. the, over the lure of, of Jeremy. You and me doing a podcast naked, or me doing yeah. <laughs> it's far more comfortable. Um, well, I mean, let's talk about um, darker times as such. Um, when, again, the podcast I did with Eddie Temple Morris, it ended up being the first subject, and we talked for 45 minutes about depression, which was heavy, but again, I think these things, right, yeah. pretending you shouldn't talk about them is a bad thing. And the thing that, that led us into it, and again, it's something that I know that you've you've suffered from, was a discussion of insomnia yeah. um, and how that can be caused a cause of depression and caused by depression you know having too much on your mind that you're you're thinking about what were your kind of what was your point where you kind of went right i need there's something up here you know there's something Um, i need to address i don't know i've always had sleep problems since i was young and i'm quite anxious person and i worry a lot and i think the older i got you know i was i'm either high as a kite or yeah. you, you you can't get me out of bed yeah sure so depending you know if i haven't got my daughter and she's at her dad's and i'm having a bad day my friends now phone and go are the curtains open yeah because i'm like no they're going it's lovely outside get up so that's you know i, I run every day now because I, you know I, it keeps me but sorry and my dad generally rung me recently to give me advice on a way that I can have my blinds so sunlight is coming in but people still can't, can't see, see in because he was concerned that again I'm I'm and again I I've never felt I've suffered f- from a, 
a depression per se, but a lot of the time, you know, I'm just getting on with stuff. I don't, you know, I don't have yeah. a desire to go out. And again, it's probably something undiagnosed there, but it was one of them I kind of had to go, all right, yeah, th- thanks. thanks. I don't want to say, actually, today I haven't been in the living room. I've been in bed doing, I've been time. working, yeah. but I haven't been in the living room. That's why the blinds are closed. But yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's an interesting yeah. signal. It's like <laughs> if the, the curtains are shut and, and, you know, friends walk past mine, I'm on the second floor. Yeah. But if the, the sh- you know, my curtains are shut at like one o'clock in the afternoon, I'll get a phone call or a text yeah. going, because I don't answer the phone as well for days sometimes. Yeah. I don't want to speak to anyone. And then they panic. And then occasionally I've had the police come round to the house to check that and, I'm not dead. But how are you on those days? Is is that a, a, a conscious thing? I've, my, um, my From an early age, my uh, one of my mum and aunt's closest friends uh, uh, really suffered from depression and we knew that she'd have... Uh, up weeks, up months, and there'd be times you'd hear from her and times you wouldn't. And, again, the times I've had a similar going off the off the radar a bit, I've not been sitting there every time miserable. It's no. just been, I just don't want to yeah, talk I don't to want people to, at the yeah. moment. So is That's, how is that with you? If you're having your away-from-people time, is it a, yeah, they should be kind of panicking about you? Or is it a just... No, look, I just it is, I just... Time. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. It's just leave me alone. And, yeah. and also, sometimes I can't explain... How I feel, so I think I feel a bit selfish because everyone's got their own lives to go. I, and I know my friends will hate me for doing this because they always say we're there twenty four seven. But sometimes course. you just have these days you think I can't talk to anyone, and because I'm writing my book now, and it's all it's all about it's a little bit like Girl Interrupted meets Train yeah. Spotting, right? And Brilliant. it's it's kind of talking about everything. Cause I thought if I write it all down, yeah, and I, I'm finding it difficult. But sometimes I have to just sit close the curtains and think oh my god did that all happen is that really me and and also it's quite um interesting to you know think about i don't know i I think about a lot of things probably a little bit too much Mm -hmm. and i just don't want people to be around me and i don't want to speak to people and 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 also like i walk into town so if coming to do something like this if i can't cope with the tube or people around me yeah i'll just walk yeah yeah that's it headphones on head down and just keep myself to myself i mean as you touched upon with a, a run in there Again, I think that's 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 a great thing of because I think all them things it's it's scheduling habit. Yeah. If you know what I mean, it's planning again right now. Every morning I'm out the house, yeah. and and for me it's it's listening to a podcast as I do it. And as weird as it is, it may mean that week I choose not to really interact with any yeah. or many people. But I'm listening to conversations. I'm thinking. Exactly. I'm You're engaging. Thinking. Your brain's and working. Again, I think it's yeah. I think it's weird that we. Again, as we discussed before we started, there's a, a strange urge to, to, to quick to overdiagnose a lot of yeah. things. And at points, I think, in a world where everyone is so accessible and on top of each other, particularly living in London, it's very human to want some time when you're not... Yeah, exactly. You're not, ..and not with people. I always, It was always an issue with me um, after tours in in, in, in in previous relationships where I'd, I'd been on tour for a month or two, I'd get back. Obviously, I want to see my girlfriend, but... You need There's some also nights nice, I want to just, yeah. so, but that'd be hard to get across because she's been, you know. But the fact is, I've been in a van with five smelly guys <laughs> for four months, sharing rooms. It's like I miss, I miss you, but you... I want to just get home and just sit on my own yeah. and watch TV or write or do, you know. You need you need your space, and I think yeah, I think that's where I went wrong when I got married because yeah. I, I I know now I need my own space and I need someone that's going to understand that. Not someone that needs you twenty four seven. Yeah, sure. As, as a mum, you're needed twenty four seven. Of but, course. You know, 
because we're separated, she's with her dad and then yeah. she's with me. So I do get times to just be selfish and go, do you know what? I don't want to yeah. see anybody. I don't want to go to the pub quiz. Yeah. Although I know I'm going to win. Yeah, but, obviously. Yeah, obviously. But um, yeah, just, and, and my friends are getting more and more used to it now. But yeah. I've still got a couple of friends that get, like yesterday, someone went to meet me for coffee and I said, I, I just can't. Yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah. And I think they also think you're just being rude. Yeah. And I say, I'm not actually being rude. I genuinely, I've got I've got plans in my head. Yeah. And I'm kind of OCD like that. So yeah. my, my friend's been away in Czechoslovakia and she's coming back. I had keys to her flat. First thing this morning, I woke up at 2.30. Then I went to her flat at 6 with the keys. Completely bleached the place to death. It's so tidy. Put in lots of nice <laughs> things for her. New fresh bread yeah. and, and milk. And I was leaving it. I was like everything and I've did all their shoes in line I was going she's going to kill me when she gets back yeah. but you know in my head yeah. I was like that was going to make me happy that's what I needed to and do and I needed yeah. to do it and you know and then I had a little run and I was fine that's perfect I, I've, I, I feel I like had, I've had a full day already yeah I mean I, I had a, f- a, 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 a few weeks back I had a spare day and again it's weird because it's it, just thinking of you saying there of, of, of people thinking you're rude I was going to do a post asking if people if anyone's d- 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 doing anything but but then I was so aware that it's there's such a specific few amount of things that I want to do at the moment if you know what I mean it's like yeah, I, yeah. I was scared that someone's go oh let's go and do this I'll be like no I don't I don't really I'm not <laughs> up to that it's, it's like, it's I, like exactly I don't want to look rude or sound so I, I, I ended up just watching I was like I'm just not even going to engage it because like, I don't want chances are someone will say oh we'll, we'll do we'll, that are yeah. we going here and that in my mind will go why I can I'm up for that. That's I've cool. I've done that so but many times. Like, it almost oh. gone. So what's everyone up to? And then you oh, post it, and that. then suddenly my phone starts ringing. And it's my mates going. Oh, I just saw your post. And I was like, shit, I don't want to do no, anything. I, don't actually. Actually want to do it, I was just yeah. actually inanely just typing. What are you doing? Yeah. And then like, I don't want to do that. But, so yeah. I mean, this is an odd one. But oh no, oh, no, actually, I, I, I could want to get. I was excited. Um, to, 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 to talk to you about this because of discussing um, insomnia in the past. But mm. have you ever tried? Um, a sleep mask, just like that. Yeah. I think no. Because again, it's pure chance. Because I again, I I have it on and off. I've it's never stressed me out that much because I often have a job that's flexible. So you know, yeah. it's not that I need to be up at this For time. Me, so I I'll often, if one, I can't so. sleep, I'll just get some work done or do something else. Yeah. Um, but I've recently um, a, a moved house, and the bedroom that was going to be my main bedroom was taking ages to get some stuff finished in it. So I only moved into it a few days ago, and I found that I've got quite thin curtains and there's a fucking street lamp out the front. So the first night was just, right, I can't sleep. The the next night I thought, I'm going to try, I've got a little sleep mask, I'm going to try that. And you know what? Psychologically, I feel it really helped... My sleep because because number like, one it's just silky, putting it's you in that one. yeah it's it's, it's or is it yeah, one that says biatch or something one, on it's, it? it's one I got from an airline you know okay. I'm, I'm, every time I'm on a, on on a plane I keep the eye mask um, if I'm in a hotel I keep the pen keep socks, the socks pens. yeah everything yeah I do exactly the same thing um, but it's one of them that I think it, it it occurred to me this morning when I was thinking about it. psychologically it's putting you in a sleep a, a, a situation just the simplicity of it reduces the desire to quickly have a look on Twitter or quickly have a look See, on Instagram because you've got a mask on. So it's it's different because my, 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 my problem has often been I'll be so close to falling asleep and then right, somehow almost just... instinctively I'll quickly check something. I'll, exactly think, I'll just check Instagram or just check Twitter and then I'm awake and that's kind of... So I found having the sleep mask on kind of stopped that because you can't quickly roll over. You've got to take... Yeah. Your, as, as small as an action as it is to take the mask off, that's an action, an action that's in the way. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, I, I recommend it. That, it's an actually, interesting because one because I found it with, fascinating. I could sleep with my phone, my laptop, and my yeah. uh, my iPad. Yeah, 
which is that's that's the you know not and the cat it's the worst situation oh my god I am that woman no I'm again I'm I'm, Me, that, I'm, I'm that woman as well yeah. <laughs> but again but, again I think it is and I think in the morning as well I found instantly it gives that brief break before I check all the all the social networks because again I think that's an unhealthy thing that I wake is, up really. and I'm naturally just quick check Twitter Instagram whereas just just waking up with an eye mask on gives you those few more seconds to just go right okay and yeah. not not that automatic thing so yeah it's an interesting I will, one. I recommend I will you give it a bash. try it out. It's interesting. Um, but I also get um, I got I've got night terrors, so yeah. um, that makes it sometimes I don't want to go to sleep because yeah, I'm frightened. Of course, yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know what night terrors is, if yeah. you've seen Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. fall asleep and they think it's all real, and then Freddy, yeah. it, it is like that. Yeah. So yeah. you actually think you are so. And I mean, that's it's it's it sounds. I mean, something like night terrors in itself as a name, it sounds like it's a bit of a oh, you have some nightmares. That's no, one of the most debilitating things oh, imaginable because you need sleep. I don't know. I guess because everything involved in this scenario is being controlled in the same place. You need sleep for your brain, but mm-hmm. your brain is fucking petrified of going there because yeah. of the horrible things that w- that will happen. And not a, again for anyone who hasn't had it. Again, I've I've I've. I've I've not had it. I used to have weird things where I would, I'd wake up kind of screaming or you know in in weird yeah. situations. But it was never in a. I never had that. I mean, as a kid, I did. But yeah, yeah. only I'm going to, I'm over over. I'm making this all about a meal all of a sudden. But yeah, I've, I've never really had that. But it's, it's different it's, it's, from it's, just it's a most, nightmare. It's, it is the scariest thing. It is. It's an so awareness I, that your your mind isn't going to work properly until you get some sleep. Yet yeah. your mind doesn't want you to get that sleep and then because so. i mean you feel like you are completely awake and so you know my daughter's been in them and I, i'm not helping her when yeah. really bad things are happening and you can't move and i wake up and i'm soaking wet yeah. and i'm so pleased to be awake yeah and i think and i actually have to go around the flat and think i that didn't happen did it yeah. happen you know it's that yeah, real yeah, 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 yeah. and then i just think i just start drinking coffee because i think i can't go back to sleep because i'm terrified yeah. that that's going to happen again i think i'm going to die but yeah it's not yeah. it's not cool are you, are you? Do you do anything? Like, do you find naps or anything? No, Nothing. I've not... tried everything. In fact, a sleep clinic got in contact with me, but they wanted me to do a weekend, and I don't do weekends because that's that's mummy and daughter time. Damn right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I've tried everything. I mean, the doctor's quick enough to just give me tablets, which yeah. I just feel groggy the next day. Yeah. Although I get a great night's sleep. I don't like taking them. So I've tried yeah. sleep tea and lavender and hypnosis and it's just one of those things. Yeah, um, it's tough, you know. isn't it? I guess with things like the medication, um, it's a case of I don't know, of, of picking your battles, kind of going, right, yeah. at this point I'm going to have to bite the bullet, have a good night's sleep I have still to get got, through this. I have still got some groggy. tablets that sometimes I just think yeah. if, if I am really struggling and I think yeah. I need to. But the reality as well is trying to not make it, as as we've said on all these things, trying, and again, it's so far easier said than done, but trying to not make it the biggest, worst deal, you know, evil yeah. thing in the world. My, I've always used the example, and my mum just has blown my mind forever because she gets, she lives on four or five hours sleep a night at the most and always has she'll it used to annoy me when i lived at home because she's got a light that she has to she she presses a button to turn it off and it's a little bleep so so, so everyone will go to bed at a reasonable hour and she'll sit up reading and then i'll just be asleep and then at like three four o'clock i hear a little 
a bleep and it'd wake me up. <laughs> but it was it was aware that that was yeah. She's like, right, yeah, I'll get a few hours sleep. So yeah, I guess the human body can adapt and can function off these things. So it's a positive yeah. thing to try and and tell yourself that. Do do you think there's such thing as as healthy uh, a, a depression? Um, and again, that's a, it's a term I've just invented there. But just, <laughs> say, okay. but just talking to you about well, yeah, some um, of the things that you go through, where it doesn't sound, it, it sounds like again, if people calm the fuck down and leave you to it, I'm quite you're happy, not having yeah. it. Yeah, it's not a bad, you know. Uh, I don't it's tough I think to say I'd because say... I think it really is important to 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 to. to let people know that you're there to talk to them and things like that. But at points, if you, as you've said, you don't want or, or require that. So. No, and, and there are times, obviously, you need help or you yeah. need to talk. But there are times, I think I get where you're saying healthy depression, because there are times when I have bad days, but it also makes me think about things and, yeah. and think about other people and think about, you know, this, where I'm at. And, you know, and you can be sad and you can feel a bit dark. But your brain's always working. I I always try and get something Completely. from it. And even yeah. if it's if I'm writing, sometimes I look back on when I'm having dark days and I'm fuck. And then you you read something that I've written four days later, and it's like two different people. Yeah, yeah. You know, but completely. I would never. Sometimes I used to get angry with myself, think, oh well, that doesn't make any sense because it doesn't sort of it doesn't flow. And I think, well, hang on a minute, this is me. Yeah. And I don't flow. Yeah. And I'm quite happy with me at the I, moment. You know. Yeah. I, if I can deal I, with, I, I think I've gone through enough, and I'm I'm, you know. You, you got up, you get down, you, you know, you just learn. Couldn't, we hopefully I couldn't learn agree from more. It. I mean, it's a, it's an unusual, and, and whenever I word it or say it out, out, out loud, it sounds <laughs> it almost sounds ridiculous. Bit, yeah. But I think society in general, we, we put far too much um, on 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 happiness being the only yeah, only goal. And like, if we're not happy, then everything's shit. It's like, like <laughs> happiness is awesome, but there's also, you know intellectual fulfilment or you know even even sadness and yeah, anger they're it, it important you, things to go through and it experience makes you the person you are you know you yeah. can't just and it doesn't mean life. you're failing because we, you're having a week where you're not particularly cheery well look at know? most of the great artists and songwriters yeah. and poets you know they're, they're all over the place and comedians they're not happy all the time most yeah. of them are manic depressive yeah. you know and it's just it, it, it's it's healthy. It is. It's healthy for it's, you. It's, and when I did that walk um, that I won't want to talk about again up mountains, right. but every single person on my team, um, on the mine team, had all suffered from anxiety, depression, yeah. and I have not had obviously apart from crying because I'm scared of heights. But everyone <laughs> was perfect, and every, yeah. well, in my eyes, you know, healthily whatever, healthily depressed, yeah, yeah. and everyone was really. They all had their own stories, and some people have been through stuff that you could not even imagine. Yeah, of course. And yet, we're all up there doing mountains, laughing, you know, and talking about it. And you think, how did they come out the other end? And yeah. then they were sending me messages going, "How did you? How you're inspiration?" I was going, "No, you're an inspiration." They're going, "No, yeah. you're an inspiration." So you know, we're, we've all got our little bits. So and weird, isn't it? Because it, it, again, it's the the demonization of every experience. The, that isn't happiness. It's why you what get into everything you got through. You see that now as I just got through it how I believe a normal person would. Which, yeah, but because anyone who hasn't anyway. experienced that is like, man, that's I know it. that that's the most that's <laughs> the most horrible thing. It's like, well, no, it's bad, but stuff happens and life. You know, you you adapt and 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 and, well, you and, can and go give on up with it. Or you keep going. So um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not that easy for everyone. Obviously, there's a lot of people that can't get out of... Re- of course, you know, I've, yeah. I've been in a rut where I never thought I was going to get out of it. Yeah. And I was sectioned. And then I thought I was never going to get out of that either because it was just horrific. Yeah. 
And then I thought, okay, but I had the strength wherever it came from to think right I've got to pull myself out but I think it's yeah. down to my daughter but I can I could totally get how someone can get into a really dark place yeah, sure. and not have anything that they've got how, to grasp onto w- like oh, you know or someone that they love so much that uh, it keeps them going yeah, of course so, w- w- was there a moment of kind of of realisation that like when you were in such a dark place and sectioned and all this this scary stuff that again you can quite easily become a self-fulfilling spiral that, yeah. that right I've been sectioned. I don't think I'm crazy. I'm, I'm doing yeah. little inverted things yeah, here. You can't see that. You have to do that. it. I know exactly. Um, but like then we're... you're in it, and then it starts to self fulfill itself and become a, a spiral that, yeah. that, that 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 eats its own tail. Um, it could so have quite there, easily have done that because so I was... was there a moment that you went, "Hang on, right, this is s- silly." Like, yeah. like, like not to demean it, and then just had to go. Fuck's sake! I and mean, you know this is enough now. This needs to. Yeah, I, I remember just sitting, and I mean we couldn't have the TV on on a certain channel because it would freak one person out. Yeah. And we had two guys who thought they were Jesus, and I was always con- I think is it Jesus? I don't know what the plural of Jesus <laughs> is. I'm not very sure what you do with them. And so they sort of like have a Jesus standoff yeah. every day. And so one would have a towel on, another one would have a robe on, going, "No, yeah. I'm Jesus." And I was just sitting there thinking. You know, don't get me wrong, most of the people in there were absolutely brilliant and there, yeah. was six, there was an artist, there was a director and they all had their problems and instead of people looking after them properly, we were shoved in a room together, drugged out of our minds yeah. and we didn't see anybody. I didn't see a doctor for 17 days. Yeah, that's, and that's then, insane, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we were all writing them and I've, I keep in touch with a few people that have come out and one of them's now a really successful designer. Mm. He's still got his issues but we all talked about it thinking, you know, they just shoved us in a room and I think like getting back to your point there was that stage and I'm sitting in a room thinking hang on I shouldn't be here yeah. practically most of these people in fact all of them shouldn't be mm. here we had one art class and they put a whole bunch of self-harmers I was a self-harmer they put us in um, the art room <laughs> and they said right everyone we're going to do batik and I was like is that are we, are we talking about with a hot wax and the, the artist, the, the the art teacher was going, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she leaves the hot wax in the middle of the, the table. And she's going, I'm just going to nip off to the kitchen. I went, is she? She's insane. Yeah, she yeah, looks yeah, weird. Yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. So of course, all the self harmers got their hot wax up the arms. Who like, hey, give us crayons? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> why do you give us hot wax, a couple of knives, and Think some razors? Yeah. But then that's when I suddenly thought, you know, I have to get out of this because a, no one's helping me here, and yeah. there was nobody talking me through these things, and they're just putting me in a room, and I'm. We're all too clever to be sitting in a room, yeah. making out that I we're, mean, you know, it's what, like watching one flew over, flew over the cuckoo's nest. What, what I watch that so often. Yeah. Now. Do you feel there's there's, or do you have in mind what you feel would be a solution? Because again, I think our, our healthcare system, and particularly our, our mental health system, um, in the UK and in the US, is an absolute. Joke oh, in it's, the it's in the overdiagnosis, in the broadness of diagnosis, in the fact that everything has to have a label rather than dealing. And again, it's a huge thing to deal on things on a, a case by case example. But often that's the way it 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 has to be. Again, like you look back to 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 Greek times, and again you say through history how many crazy people yeah. were <laughs> adored and and put on on a pedestal as mm. either the the artists or the thinkers or all these other things. Yeah. Whereas now, I mean, it sounds as if, as if we had an hour-long discussion before we started, but as we were <laughs> discussing before we came in, um, um, my favourite film of all time is Harvey, and I think it's so relevant now because it's about someone who 
it's different. He's seeing an invisible friend. Yeah. He believes in an in, 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 invisible uh, a, a seven foot r- a rabbit, but there's not really a bad result from it. He's a no, nice person. He's, he's nice really person. happy. He's really yeah. love. It makes him nicer to people. Yet there's there's section in him. And again, I think there's an element of that now. It's like right, we number one. We need to label it because we yeah. Someone can't said to be... me the other day, so bipolar. Which one are you? And I said, oh, because there's one, two, three. And I said, oh, yeah. do you know what? I don't even like the word bipolar. Yeah. People just give it to me. Broad, I said, do you know what? It's just, broad, yeah. Right? I was like, I have my days, and I, I don't. I'm not giving myself a number. God, yeah. I'm not the prisoner. Yeah. You know. So yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a tough thing because it's easy to sit here and rant about no, of course. what's wrong. But I guess so. A term like bipolar, same with autism, with such a wide spectrum, even. Cancer. It's one of the most ludicrous ones on the cancer research website. I feel like I'm hating on them constantly, but I've done some research and there they kind of say we will never cure cancer just because it's such a broad term. We call so many things a cancer. It's more a thing rather than a a diagnosis. So again, it's pushing there in a way after I've said there's a habit of overdiagnosis it's kind of saying well we need more specific diagnosis so it's 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 hard i've not got the solution in any way but i don't know what the solution is is it's definitely i tell you what looking someone up the fact that you wouldn't see someone for for days yeah and then i I saw when i saw the doctor um there was was like 10 of them sitting like holding court and i walked in and they're like discussing things stoky beards and stuff and then they said oh we're not sure why you're here so you can go now so I've been locked up for 17 days, not allowed out. And now you're not sure what... And yeah. and then the, I was on six different tablets a day. Yeah. Didn't even know what they were. I was just taking them because I'd given up. I was just given up. Yeah. And then I'm suddenly outside and I'm in Marks and Spencer's going to get myself a sandwich. And I'm looking around me like I've, I've done something wrong, like everyone knows. Yeah. And I think, well, where do I go now? You just locked me up with two, well, G's I, G's yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And we had the police in every night. There was guys cutting their wrists with the mugs and yeah. smashed them and, and then suddenly 17 suddenly days later like, yeah, it's like fine. see you later sorry about that we, oh we can't think why you were here right oh really right well <laughs> cheers for that let's Four discuss police the last officers and 17 like, yeah, days thanks shall very we? much so but it's going to be a good book yeah of course <laughs> of course so are you writing it as a as yeah. a as a it's, it's a biography because yeah. you've had a biography before haven't you well that was like that was when I was younger and yeah. it was a publishing company came to me and they got a ghostwriter and yeah. I wrote as much as I could and then they did what they wanted to make it more of course, like, popular. Yeah. But this is mine from the no one's touching it. Yeah. No one's having it because no one's, you know, it's my experience and I want to, it's it's quite dark. I've let a couple of people read it yeah. and it's quite dark but then there's really, you know, good bits as well. So I'm, I just don't know how it's going to end. Yes, yeah. Well, obviously, I'm still here. So that's, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a good positive. start. That's, yeah. that's, you've got uh, the end. You just need to get Naked, to it now. Doing a podcast with Scrooby Hit. Yeah. The end. Gail Porter. <laughs> there you go. What an ending. What an ending. <laughs> I mean, speaking of endings, we should start to draw this to an end now. There's a couple of things I want to get in before we do. Number one, I mean, I don't want to get any any um, um, misperceptions out there that. Um, because again, we talked about how sometimes it's okay to, to not want to talk to people. Yeah, I also it's, think it's it is very, important to it's, talk. It's I, I wanted important. to get that clear, and I think there are yeah. people like Calm and Mind and the Samaritans. My mum's worked for Samaritans for years, oh, and it blew me away that they they have no, um, they're not allowed to try and talk you out of anything. Which that made me more. That made them appeal yeah. to me more because it's beautiful because it's a non-judgmental thing. Then, yeah. if you choose to ring up and say, "Right, I'm, I've got to the end of my tether and I'm taking my life," then. 
you're allowed, you, you, you're not going to be judged even for that. Again, obviously, hopefully that wouldn't be the case. Yeah, and but in they, general, they talk, you, they you'll then to talk to someone and, and it will change. Yeah. But I think, yeah, there's so many options yeah, I've to spoken to, to people Samaritans about mental and health. I know, I think you're right that we should have brought that back up again. Yeah, because, yeah. You know, I didn't want to, again, no, just yeah. say now, well, you know, healthy depression, think, we're all fine. We just <laughs> sit on our own in the dark room and close the curtains. But. I think, you know, if you've been through, depending on where you were at in your life, you know, I'm, I've been through it for on and off 20 odd years. Yeah. 25 years, something like that. I've been really struggling. Uh, but now I've got to a place that I know what makes me happier and how, you know, when I'm at a really bad stage and who to yeah. talk to and who not to, and I know when I want to be on my own. But there's a lot of times you, even if you think you want to be on your own and if you're struggling, you have to talk to someone. And again, it's weird because it circles right back to the start of the other podcast um, where we were saying how performance-wise, often you, would, you wouldn't want your family or friends to see no. you. Well, rather, it's the yes, same with same that kind of thing. Yeah. Speaking to someone who has... Again, for some people it will be. It's great to talk to your mum or your dad or some a loved one, but for a lot of people, I'd far rather talk to someone who will never know who the fuck I am. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's why I can just let all of this out. And, I've done that as well. Like yeah. you said, your mum was... But it's so nice, actually. And just you don't let know, it all out. I don't know what you look like. I yeah. don't know anything about you. I don't know your... Nothing. And I, n- and I never have to talk to you again. Exactly. Don't <laughs> you know? friend me on... Oh, good, I'm not on Facebook because yeah. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. see you. I, I came off Facebook because I don't want to see your cats. Yeah. I don't want to see your kids. I don't want to see you being happy and engaged. Yeah. Oh, I'm bitter. Forget it. <laughs> Forget um, it. I'm on a Twitter. 140 characters or block you. Yeah, that's my lot. So, I mean, we will round it up now because we've done two almost hour-long podcasts. They're going to oh, turn sorry. up. Um, but sorry. I think one of the key things I need to that slip by is: Did you find Sinatra? <laughs> um, <laughs> I need to get back. I mean, you touched on that you yeah. were looking for him, and then it all got off track. I thought you were going to ask losing. me about sanity. No, no, did you find Sinatra? Was that? I tell you what, we no. <laughs> I think I think um, we did have one of the psychics who claimed to be possessed by Sammy Davis Jr., which was one of the funniest things Amazing. I've ever seen in my life. They had to cut me out the whole scene because I was laughing so hard, Brilliant. and he's going. <laughs> oh, it was just. It was. It was. <laughs> I, I can't even do it on on podcast. But then I did meet his manager, Frank. Sinatra's manager and when everybody else went to bed me and him went out and got lashed Amazing. in Vegas so Amazing. yeah I didn't find anything didn't find fine. any ghosts but I did find well, his manager I think that's a perfect note to end it on um, and where can people keep up to uh, the date with you obviously we kind of met through Twitter, Twitter I guess so I think Twitter's, Twitter's, the one. Twitter's the one I'm always on Twitter it's just Gail Porter at Gail Porter all you know, G-A-I-L, Porter, all one word. And that's it, really. I don't, yeah, well, that's perfect. And they can, can find out place. about, again, there's numerous different ch- ch- charity engagements yes. and other things that, that you do that we haven't even got around to talk about. But, but that's a but great place to look into all of that. Week. Yeah, we'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. well, thank can you I get very dressed much. now? Yeah, yeah you yeah, can okay. put your clothes on and get out. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Squibbish Picks Discretion Pieces. There you go. That was the, the, the second part of Distraction Pieces Podcast, episode 39. Um, yeah, I, I just felt that was an absolutely amazing conversation and Gail just speaks beautifully on some really personal and intense stuff. And um, yeah, I'm just proud to have been a part of that. So um, I think that's going to be sh- shared a lot. If you are listening, if this is the first 
Distraction Peace podcast you've listened to, um, I'd like to recommend a, f- a few others. I'd like to recommend the uh, Jodie Ann Bickley episode. Um, if you're not familiar with Jodie, she is an amazing young lady who was is a spoken word artist and she was at a festival and she got bit by a tick and it basically gave her um, all sorts of brain damage essentially um she completely broke down had to relearn to walk and talk um and in her moment of despair and being bed bound for some time she she decided to start a project called a million lovely letters where she decided to write she, she figured if she can't leave bed and get up and perform then when she was you know capable to write again she decided to write to people who just need a lovely letter so people started to submit this on the website it's a huge story that's all in the podcast so i recommend you check that out. i'd also recommend checking out the eddie temple morris episode um the bbc ended up doing an article on that episode in particular because of the um his openness and our discussion on on depression in males um the leading killer of males aged i think 16 to to 30 in the uk is suicide um it's it, it's higher than than road accidents than drugs than drink than than violence than fights than any other other cause of death the leading cause of death is is suicide and it's it's down to guys for some reason in in modern society not being able to talk to each other or not feeling able to talk to each other so um yeah, we talk a lot about that. Obviously, we talk about other stuff too. He tells amazing stories of his time at Radio 1 and XFM and and the Prodigy touring with the Prodigy and all sorts of awesome music stuff too. But that was the part that kind of got a lot of attention because I think we got straight into it off the bat. As soon as the podcast started, I, I knew it was a subject that was de- dear to both of our hearts. We both I worked with Calm in the past, who are a great charity, uh, the campaign against uh, living miserably. Um and yeah, it was a special one. Um, so yeah, there's there's loads more to check out. I'd recommend you check out um, the Josie Long episode. Amazing discussion on the restrictions put upon women in the comedy and entertainment industry and the action that needs to be taken, as, as well as much talk of, of politics and political action that can be taken in general. So great chat there. We've had Billy Bragg. We've had Simon Pegg. We've had loads of amazing people, basically. So check that out. And next week... We've got more amazingness. We've got the one and only Ramesh Ranganathan on. Um, absolutely amazing guy. Had a great chat. Really good talk about everything from comedy to hip hop to growing up in the UK to just so many great, great chats and great conversations. So check that out. I, I would hugely appreciate it. A great way to support the podcast is to subscribe. Um, even better if you can subscribe and set to automatically download. That's the that's the gold the golden ticket right there um it really helps us climb the charts which again i mean the the coverage that acast and itunes have both given us featuring the podcast and really um pushing these episodes in particular as well there's a lot more to come though we've got amanda palmer lined up um i've got an amazing talk i'm hoping to line up i'm working with the british red cross um I can't go into too much detail now, but basically I'll be sitting down with um, a refugee who's got a, a, a mind-blowing a, a life story, and we're looking to hopefully do that, if we can do it in time, for um, a refugee week, uh, which is the 15th of June onwards. Um, 
So, yeah, if j- just a few things that are coming up. We've got Lauren Laverne coming out. We've got, um, yeah, Ben Goldacre. We keep going back and forth from trying to, to catch each other, but it's hard to, to put schedules together. Jamal Edwards, we keep trying to put our schedules together. We've got a lot of people coming out, but, yeah. So subscribe is basically what I'm telling you. That makes perfect sense, really, right? Why wouldn't you? Why? I mean, I don't know why you haven't subscribed already. You don't even have to stop the podcast to go and subscribe so just do that um <laughs> thank you very much this has been the distraction pieces podcast episode 39 man we're getting old thank you for checking us out please spread the word w- word of mouth is absolute key um particularly on pod- on episodes like this where there's a lot of subjects that aren't discussed nearly enough um and aren't discussed enough in mainstream media and i think the beauty of podcasts is it's a free media so um through sharing it you have the power of of how big it is i mean we've we've we keep having weeks where we're getting a hundred thousand plus downloads that's big that's this kind of conversation being talked about in front of a a full a Wembley with people waiting outside in the car park that's a big deal and that can grow and grow and grow and I think it's hugely important but it grows through you guys spreading it word of mouth encouraging friends to download specific episodes like like being specific like having a look through episodes even if you've listened to them all episodes that you particularly enjoy if you go like I know I know someone who like to hear about Howard Marks and his amazing his amazing life and then his amazing outlook right now as he's battling three different kinds of cancer just you know amazing adversity and just being incredibly positive about it you know I know someone who like that I recommend that specifically so yeah it really makes a difference we don't this comes to you for free, so we don't have loads of money here. <laughs> you know, we can't spend on big advertising campaigns like the mainstream media can. So we rely on you guys, and so far, you're doing a fucking amazing job. So thank you very, very much. Um, I'm trying to end this, but it's an emotional one, so I'll just end it now and say tune in next week. Catch us with Ramesh Ranganathan, and then all that is ahead. My name is Scroobius Pip, at Scroobius Pip, you're on Twitter and Instagram or Facebook.com slash Scroobius Pip. Hell, even YouTube.com slash Scroobius Pip. If you want to check some music videos out, then go and purchase the stuff from SpeechDevelopmentRecords.com. This is the podcast that will not end. But now, it has ended. See you next week. <laughs>